kamikaze drones are also being used on the front line of the war. So far, Kyiv has focused its counteroffensive in the southeast of Ukraine. Now, it's hoping to split the areas you see in red here, occupied by Moscow, to reach the sea. But progress has been slow. Whereas in the northeast of the Ukraine, Russia itself is pushing forward towards Kupiansk and Lyman. Our correspondent, Quentin Somerville, reports now from the Eastern Front, where he spent the last few weeks speaking to Ukrainian soldiers and civilians who are being bombarded by Russian artillery. The battle on Ukraine's Eastern Front has reawakened. It's in these fields and trenches that the conflict now burns at its hottest, Ukraine says. There's been a lot of Russian activity in this area over the past couple of days. In fact, there were airstrikes on the village just behind me. So we're now having to move before dawn to get to the trenches. South of Kupiansk, they cast Russian forces out of here almost a year ago. But their enemy is threatening to return. Beyond these fields, Russia has advanced in recent weeks. The men of the 68th Jaeger Brigade, newly installed, are here to ensure that they go no further. They are up against infantry and artillery attacks daily along these lines. You can see here, that's outgoing artillery. Along the front, it's said some 100,000 Russian troops have gathered in newly formed battle groups, some beyond this tree line. And if you look all around here, there's been incoming fire here, there's lots of damage. So there's plenty of trench positions to take cover in. It's easy to forget with so much focus on the counter-offensive in the south of Ukraine, that there are vicious battles going on here in the east and the north. In the south, they're making progress bit by bit. But here in the east, it's Russia that's advancing. This is a war on many fronts, and it's straining Russia's resources, but it's also straining Ukraine's too. So in the south and the east, the demands on Ukrainian forces are rising. This is front line, front line. Yeah, I, I cannot go to... Andrei is taking us forward, but a Russian drone spotted his vehicle before we took cover. We must go, he says. Get in the car. A dozen shells land in as many minutes. We first met Andre in June when he was fighting in the southern counter-offensive around Velika Novosilka. This eastern front is far deadlier, he says. Velika Novosilka was less dangerous. There were far fewer soldiers there than there are here. And they have more weapons here, more of everything. That's why it's more dangerous here. Its gains are modest, but from Kupiansk to Lehman further south, Russia is resurgent. And in the Serebriansky forest, it's especially fierce. We're heading deep into this forest. There's been a lot of fighting here. This is a little strike this morning, maybe a couple of hours ago. You see, it is still burning. All this road is shelled. 
by drones and missile systems. Can you see no tops of the uh, trees? The men compare the artillery barrages to the First World War's Verdun. But there is a new lethal threat to contend with here, kamikaze drones. The gunner has fallen inside. He's unhurt, he signals. That was the drone attack against our car. That was a PPV drone, Russian PPV drone. So they saw us, they sent the PPV drone, and now they are seeking us and hunting us. So we need to go faster and we just couple hundred meters from our position. The drones work in pairs. A surveillance drone is still up above, so they get off the road. So we've had to... We've had to stop going forward. The danger here is, the deeper you get into the forest, cover doesn't get better. It's constant Russian artillery, setting some of the trees on fire. And it's turning these areas into wide open areas, very exposed. There's no tree cover here. So I've had to come off the road. There are drones up above. And we just saw what they can do. The Humvee's thick armor and the driver's quick thinking means that everybody inside was unhurt. But of course, civilians along these reignited front lines have no such protection. Young and old, villagers around Kupiansk are being evacuated from their homes. They are now in range of Russian guns, and Russia doesn't discriminate. Last year, they endured six months of occupation here. They refused to again. Once more on the Eastern Front, the advance of Russian guns is casting Ukrainian families apart. Victor gives his family a final hug before they separate. Sofia is just five months old, too precious to remain in harm's way. Why are you leaving? Because it's very scary to live here. I want to safeguard my children. It's very scary not knowing if the shelling will hit or not, if we will survive or not. Victor hoped that he was done with goodbyes. But as Russia advances, he's once again left praying that he'll see his family again. Quentin Somerville, BBC News, Kupiansk.